When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is 18 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Uh, 0800 150 811 is the Kennard's Hire phone line. If you want to squeeze yourself into the show this morning, we'd love to hear from you, of course, throughout the after rest of the day as well. Trying to pin down our wee shredder Nico Porteous. Um, <laughs> he's, he's sleeping, mate. <laughs> he's sleeping. <laughs> no, he'll be up on a mountain doing backflips or something. Have a listen to this. I love this sort of stuff. Have a listen to this. We might see two 1620s. Count it, there's one. Will we see back to back 1620s? He does. Alley oop double to follow it up. So much technicality. He is fired up. So much technicality. <laughs> I love hey, that. It's so good. 1620. 1620. I remember when a 1080 was like. If you did a 1080, you're the man. Well, you're the man. Now he's doing 1620. Like, wow, that sounds okay. And back to back. What the hell? What did Tony Hawk do that time? It was like the world's most 900. impressive. Was it the 900? The first man to do the 900. Yeah, on yeah. The, on a skateboard. Tony, yes. it, yeah, those guys, they're not quite. Have you been to Kadrona and seen that proper, where they train that half pipe? Or the nah, super, super pipe, I think they call it. It's... Nah. It is insane when you see it. Is it's like because you watch it on TV, right? And it looks like it's level. It looks like it kind of sits mm. like that. Actually, we got our guy. Instead of me explaining it, Nico Porteous is on the line. Hey, Nico, morning to you, bro. Morning. How are we doing? Yeah, good. I'm just making a fool of myself trying to explain the the super pipe at Cadrona <laughs> or that big that big half pipe. On the TV, they look okay. like they're level, but then you go there and it's pretty much vertical, eh? Yeah. 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 So the actual half-pipe wall itself at the top is 87 degrees um, and it sits on a 17-degree slope. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it's not quite flat, but um, it does the trick. Hey, mate, is he here? I know you wanted a wee sleep in. You're still young and you need your sleep. You're a growing athlete. <laughs> so I appreciate you joining us, mate. Um, hey, being down south, anyway, how's the training going? 
Yeah, no, cheers for, cheers for having me on. Um, training's going super well. Um, we've just got back into it recently um, after lockdown, and uh, that sort of put a hold on things, as it does. Um, but, yeah, the half up's open now, and um, we're up the hill training nice. pretty much every day. And so, um, yeah, just trying to um, get stuff done in the final sort of um, preparation weeks before the Olympics in, in February. So they're coming up so fast, mate. When you were with, well, Pyeongchang was probably, it was a bit of a blur and pretty incredible for everyone. Can you remember it vividly or does it feel so long ago for you? Because you're not that old. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I can remember it pretty vividly. It sort of feels like it's, yeah, like you said, it's a blur. Like it's gone so, so far um, since, yeah, since I was last in the Olympic Games. It literally feels like it was yesterday. And it's crazy to think about um, that it's five months until the next or six months until the next games. Um, yeah, so it's sort of mind blowing, really. Hey, mate, obviously five months. You said at the moment there's obviously snow down south, so you're able to train. But without the snow, what's the plan for your training wise? What do you do when there's no snow to, to be able to keep up the training? Are you going to head offshore earlier? And what are you going to do before the Olympics uh, in February? Yeah. So when there's um when there's no snow we normally head overseas and um uh yeah, go chase the snow I guess and follow the winters. But uh this year I think I'm I'm gonna stay at home until um the start of December. Uh, just have a little bit of time at home, um, in some warmer weather and um yeah, as as I'm lucky to already have that Olympic qualification under my belt, I can um stay at home and work on some uh gym stuff to make sure that I'm healthy and strong and uh can take those big hits when we fall over. Um and yeah, so I head over early December, do a couple of competitions, um, and then uh, head to China in February. Hey. So, so when you're home, sorry, Louis. So when you're home, how do you practice those little flips and spins? Are you on a tramp, or are you on like a little one of those things that blow up so you can get those movements going? Because it would be pretty easy to kind of lose the feel a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, like it, you definitely do lose it if you don't keep it up. But yeah, so we have a full um, trampoline facility down here at uh, the High Performance Centre in Wanaka. Um, that, yeah, when I'm not skiing, I'm probably going to three to four times a week, um, just making sure everything's still there and my air awareness is um, being, you know, kept up. Air, yeah. air awareness sounds so casual, but you're like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You must get this, all, you must you must hate uh, just people like me just like fawning over what you do because it's probably pretty pretty simple to you but you i'm sure you also have an understanding that what you do is extremely unrelatable right yeah yeah i definitely have an understanding that it is um very unrelatable (laughs) (laughs) um yeah we sort of just fly through the air and see what happens (laughs) (laughs) don't say that it's terrifying to think about I'm sure there's more thought for your family that uh, you goes into it than that mate but look so we played the clip before from the X Games you're obviously in some serious form what's what do you can what can you put it down to like what's going so right for you just in a really strong mental place or yeah I think I can literally it all comes down to where I am at uh, mentally Um, I'm like yeah I had a bit of a mindset change a little while ago and now um, don't really worry about the result at the end of the day. All I really focus on is um, how I'm skiing um, and like if I'm skiing at my best and, and uh, rather than worry about where I stand on the podium at the end of the day. Um, and it's just one of those things that takes the pressure off you. Um, I mean, obviously those thoughts are still going to be in your head, but the main thoughts are just 
trying to better yourself, you know, and, and then that allows you to go out there and have this platform to work off where you don't worry about the outcome, the stress is less, there's no pressure. And so I think, it, it, yeah, it just allows you to go out and, and um, be yourself and uh, I guess we'd say like send it. <laughs> <laughs> send it. Love it, mate. That is some good chat for you. Worry about the process, the outcome will take care of itself. Love it, love it. Yeah, hey, mate, for sure. back for to sure. back sixteen twenties, back to back sixteen twenties at at the at the X Games. What's something new that we can look from Nico Porteous that's mm. out the gate? Because Louis already touched on you're out the gate. So what's something <laughs> that we can look at? <laughs> oh, um, I'm currently working on a bit of a new trick right now, but um, yeah, I guess you have to wait and see till February. Eh? Is it se- oh, is it secret squirrel? Mate, we, we do the radio teasers, not you. Well, can you actually not fess it up? Is it because like you, you never know which Swedish or Norwegian competitors listening to Baz Izzy for breakfast and they might nick your moves? <laughs> no, it's more the fact that if I can't do it, then I've then I've called myself out. Oh right, I'm still in the early still in the early process of learning it. So it's like if I get to a roadblock and can't figure it out before the Olympics, and then I've uh, I've dug myself in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Is he? Wow. How good's this text that's come through for Nico? Hey, Nico, oh, do, you, do, you, do you? And this is such a good question for a civilian. Do you get dizzy after doing back-to-back sixteen hundreds or whatever it was? Do you actually get head spins at all, or no? Is that just stupid? Yeah, no, you actually do get kind of dizzy. Um, you land, you land, and you're a bit all over the show, and then you, I, I go into another trick at the end, um, and I always seem to crash that last trick because. I've done so many spins and two hits before, but then I go into this last trick and I'm like, whoa, trying to find my feet. And then somehow I land it and come out and I'm sort of like slightly dizzy, slightly in disbelief that I didn't crash. (laughs) Um, it's, It's a pretty funny feeling. So yeah, I do actually get a little bit dizzy. I reckon you just live in an alter, alternate universe. You and Zoe and the rest of you guys down there, you're just in an alternate universe to the rest of us, mate. Hey, thanks so much for um, getting on the line today and talking to us. It's uh, it, it's going to come around so fast, but hopefully we can catch up with you again before you head off and wish you well. Yeah, for sure. Thanks very much for having me. No worries, man. There you go. Awesome, Nico. Nico Porteous, is he? What an absolute champion. A young Kiwi who's just such a real dude, isn't he? I'm shaking my head, man. <laughs> I just can't believe the things he does, eh? Like, that is mind-blowing. Good on him. What a champion. Both the whole Winter Olympics team, mate, they've gone over there and they're flying the Kiwi flag with pride and they're doing us so proud as well. So looking forward to that in February when they go over and fly the flag again. Yep, so Finn Billis, Alice Robinson, Zoe sadowski Sinner, and uh, Margot Hackett, I think her name is, AJ Hackett's daughter, the bungee jump. So there's obviously a bit of thrill-seeking that goes on in that family. They're all off to Beijing for the Winter Games. And we'll be off to Smithy to sleep on it after this on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Stoked to get Nico Porteous on the show. See that? Stoked. I am down with the Wanaka kids, Joe. Look at me. Yeah, I am down with the Wanaka kids. Shaka, bro. Eight from nine. <laughs> It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.